Hey everybody, welcome to church and Merry Christmas! Yay! Come on, who loves Christmas? I love it. I love Christmas a lot. I love the Christmas season. I love just everything, right? I mean, I don't so much love hearing Mariah Carey all over the place all the time. But everything else, I love it. And Mariah Carey, she's alright, alright, it's okay. But <laughs> I love celebrating Christmas. I remember from a young age, always celebrating Christmas together with my family. I remember we would set up the tree and we would put the presents under the tree. And my parents would be like, Monty, you don't touch the presents until Christmas Day. And I would try to touch the presents before Christmas Day. <laughs> Monty! <laughs> and I remember on Christmas Day, I would like get out of bed at like 6 a.m. and run to the to the tree and find the presents and find the, the biggest present. Is this mine? And then open it and be like, yes, this is what I always wanted. How did Santa know? Right? I loved it. I loved all of it. I loved being able to go also to my grandma's place and spend Christmas with extended family. And uh, it's always got amazing fond memories of Christmas. And I believe there's many people out there with uh, similar experiences. And another experience that we usually have around Christmas time is taking a Christmas photo. Yeah? Anyone take a Christmas family photo or a family portrait? Sometimes, uh, not sometimes, pretty much every year, my family, we do take a family portrait and it's been cool because we've been adding uh, new people to our family. Richie got married, I got married, so our little family of four became a family of six. And so the Christmas portrait is getting, it's adding more and more amazing people into the portrait. And uh, I love the fact that Christmas time is a time for family. It's not about the trees, it's not about the presents, it's not about the illuminations or the carols. All that stuff is nice and fine and dandy, but Christmas time is about family. And that's what we see in the Christmas story. Jesus was born on this earth into an incredible family. We talked a few weeks ago about Mary's story, how before her there was this 600-year-old prophecy that a Messiah was going to be born through a virgin and all the young girls would have wondered, is it going to be me? Is it going to be me? Well, Mary was the one. She was the one that God chose to have Jesus through. And then a few weeks ago, we also talked about Joseph's story. We talked about what a great man Joseph was because having your your fiance come to you and say, I'm pregnant through the Holy Spirit. It's a pretty hard pill to swallow. But Joseph, he got the word from God. He was a a good man, a man of faith. And uh, he loved Mary and he loved Jesus. And uh, they went through an incredible time together. And we see that in the Christmas story, this incredible story of this incredible family. And I love the picture. I love the, the family portrait of Jesus in the manger and Mary and Joseph. But I think as some of you may know already, that that's not all who was present for that family portrait. There were a few others that uh, were there in that, in that family portrait. So today we're going to talk about the Christmas story. We're going to talk about God's perspective on Christmas. And so I love when it talks about it here in Luke 2, 6 to 7. It gives us 
the, the little story of when Jesus was born. But just before that, we have to know that Jesus' family, Joseph and Mary, while Mary was still pregnant, they had to go to the town of Bethlehem, Joseph's hometown, uh, to do a census at that time of year. And right in that moment that Mary was pregnant and she was basically about to give labor. Now, because they were taking a census, that means a lot of people were going back to that town of Bethlehem. And so by the time that Mary and Joseph got there, there wasn't any places available. There were no hotels. There were no inns. There was nowhere to stay, no lodgings. Everywhere was booked because there was a lot of people coming for this census. So Joseph and Mary arrived. There's no place there. Mary turns to Joseph is like, Joseph, the baby's coming. And Joseph would be like, no, he ain't. And Mary's like, uh, yes, he is. <laughs> you better find us somewhere real quick. So Joseph, being a good man, he does find a place. He comes through in the clutch and uh, he finds a barn. And they go into the barn and they find this manger and they clean it up. And that's where Mary gives birth to baby Jesus. Let's read it. Luke 2, 6 to 7. And while they were there, the, the time came for her uh, for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son, that is Jesus. And she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. So this is a beautiful picture, this beautiful uh, newlywed young couple with their newborn baby, baby Jesus, making the best out of a tough situation. And the king of kings, the king of the universe, king of everything, came to this earth and was born in the humblest of forms in human flesh in a manger. It's beautiful. Jesus, he could have come and announced himself with the angels and fireballs from heaven. But no, he decided to come humbly in the form of a baby. I love this image. I think it's beautiful and I love to see it. And uh, we also know that the celebration didn't end there because Mary and Joseph, they would have been celebrating. They would have been just overjoyed by the delivery of this baby. They wouldn't have cared about their circumstances because they were so happy that this baby was now here. But they weren't the only ones there because we had, you know, Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus in the manger. We also had the animals surrounding them, maybe some like horses and some sheep and cows and I don't know what else is there. But there was animals around. But also there was a few others that were invited to be part of the special night. So just after that, Luke 2 verse 8 to 14, that night. There were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of Lord's glory of the Lord's glory surrounded them, and they were terrified, right? Like you would be terrified too. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all the people. Like, I love it when angels like rock up in the Bible and they're like, 
peace. Don't be afraid. And the humans are like freaking out. Like, what is going? Like, I love it. <laughs> I wonder, like, do angels laugh? Like, do they laugh when they see the humans? Like, uh, uh. <laughs> like, what's going on there? I love it. He's like, peace be with you. And then the angel tells them, the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. So not only one angel shows up, but the whole crew, like all the angels show up in heaven, the armies of heaven. Can you imagine the sky filled with angels praising God. Like, what a sight to behold. I wish I was there that night to be able to see that. That would have been incredible. And it absolutely blew these shepherds away because shepherds have one job. It's to take care of the sheep. They never leave the sheep. They're always there, always minding them. But these shepherds, they were overjoyed. They were so overjoyed, they left the sheep. <laughs> the shepherds left the sheep like... Oh my goodness, like this never happens. But these guys, they ran. I can imagine them just running from the hills into the town looking like, okay, so there's a baby in strips of cloth in a manger. Where's the manger? There's a barn. There's a barn. Let's go. They go in the barn. Oh my goodness, the baby. <laughs> and I can just imagine this like coming in and they're seeing Mary and Joseph and they're just celebrating together. This is how I imagine the story. That all these guys just like come in and celebrate together. Mary and Joseph are probably like, who are you guys? Okay, but yeah, oh wait, it's cool. Come on in. Come on in, guys. Come celebrate. And the guys come in and they see the baby. It's like, oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. And uh, everyone would have been celebrating together. So not only did God have Mary and Joseph decided to be Jesus's parents, but he also added, he wanted these shepherds to be in the family portrait as well. Even though they weren't blood related to, to Jesus or Mary or Joseph for that matter. Even though they weren't like special, elite, amazing people. They were regular people. Regular guys doing regular jobs. And their job probably, you know, they probably came in with like dirt and maybe smelling a bit like sheep. And they weren't like the, the, the cleanest people. But God still invited them to be part of His family portrait. And I also love the fact that in this verse, verse 19, we kind of have a little snapshot into how Mary felt about all of this, right? Because she just gave birth. Well, how does Mary feel about all of this? Verse 19, but Mary kept all of these things in her heart and thought about them often. Like, I just love that. It shows the character of Mary that she was so welcoming to have other people join in her joy right? And I think that's an incredible heart that we should have too as Christians, yeah? On Christmas Day, at Christmas time, to be able to welcome other people into our home, into our family, into our community. That was the heart of Mary. And I think that's the heart of us as well. And what's really cool is after this, the shepherds, after they saw the baby, they ran out into the town and literally everybody they could find, they were saying, did you guys hear the news? Did you guys see what happened? A baby has been born. It's the most incredible thing ever. And they went and told everybody. 
And Mary kept all of these things in her heart. She loved it. She was overjoyed. She was so happy to see other people happy for the birth of Jesus. And it wasn't just these shepherds that were included in this story. But we read in Matthew 2, verse 9 to 11, that there were some wise men from far away land to the east. So let's see what happens with these guys. These guys, uh, they said, And the star they had seen from the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So these guys would have been fairly wealthy guys, right? Because they gave fairly wealthy gifts. Like these were not cheap, like gifts that you get from the the hundred yen store or the dollar store or like whatever it is. Like these were not cheap gifts. These were expensive gifts. So these guys had a bit of wealth. But I love the fact that God asked these guys to come and join in with the joy, to join the family portrait, right? Because these guys from a completely different nation, completely different background, completely different culture, and biggest of all, especially at this time, they had a completely different religion. And these guys were invited to share in the joy of Jesus's birth. Isn't that incredible? So we have Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. We got the animals. We got these random shepherds running in and joining the fun. And we also have these guys from a completely different side of the world joining the party, joining the family portrait. And I love the fact that God's invitation is to all people. And that is good news for you and me because... God is still adding to his family portrait. Since that day, his only desire has been to add more and more people into his family, into his image, into his kingdom. That is the heart of God. That is the reason why we have Christmas, because that is the day that Jesus Christ was born. And we see the heart of God so clearly in this scripture in John 3 16 to 17 many of you know it a very famous scripture let's read it today for this is how God loved the world he gave him his he gave his one and only son so that everyone right everyone the shepherds the wise men doesn't matter the background doesn't matter what you've done doesn't matter what you have believed in everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. Come on. This is the heart of God. This is the perspective that God has on Christmas, that he sent Jesus to this world to live the perfect life so that he could add everyone everyone. It doesn't say some people. It doesn't say the elite. It doesn't say the special or the smart or the pretty. It doesn't say any of that. It says everyone so that everyone can join God's family, so that everyone can be part of God's 
amazing Christmas portrait. And I'm so glad that God has included me. I'm so glad He's included you. And if you're thinking, you know what? I actually haven't accepted Jesus yet. I haven't made that step to believe in God yet. I've got good news for you because we're going to give you a chance at the end of this message to accept Jesus as your Savior as well, that you can also join the family. And so this Christmas, I think like Mary and like so many others, let's, let's spread the joy. Let's be happy when new people come into the presence of God, come into the family of God. This is God's desire. This is the whole reason why Jesus came to this earth so that everyone can join his family. So right now, I'd love to pray uh, a Christmas uh, I love a prayer of Christmas blessing, a Christmas blessing prayer. Either one will do, but if that sounds good to you, why don't you raise your hands with me and let's pray over this Christmas season together. Yes, God, we thank you so much that you love the world so much that you would give us Jesus. And that is why we have this Christmas time. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for all that you've done for us, God. And I pray that during this Christmas season, especially God, that our hearts would just overflow with joy, with happiness, with thankfulness for everything that you've done. And I pray that you would make more and more room in our hearts, that we would be able to invite and bring others to join this incredible family, to be a part of your amazing family portrait. God, we thank you for this season. I pray you bless it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on. And lastly, like I said, if you do want to believe in Jesus for the first time, or, or maybe you want to come back to God, then I'm going to count to three. I'm going to say now. And when I say now, I just want you to make that decision in your heart to accept Jesus as your Savior. And all you need to know, right, is that He loves you, right? He came to this earth at Christmas. He also lived a perfect life and He died for our sins, but He rose again three days later and He's alive today and He wants to help you. He wants to be in relationship with you. So if you want to start a relationship with Him, are you ready? Three, two, one, now, right now. Why don't you make that decision in your heart to believe in Jesus for the first time or to come back to Him? Come on! Why don't we pray for all of those who made that decision together? Yes, God, we thank you for these incredible people. Thank you that they have joined into your incredible family. God, I pray that you come into their life in a powerful way. I pray that you just remove all of their sin, all of their shame, all the stuff from the past is gone in Jesus' name. Today, they have been made new. They have been made white as snow. And I pray that you would guide them from this day on to an incredible future that you have planned for them. We thank you so much, God. And everyone said, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on. Well, a big Merry Christmas to all of you watching today. I hope that you have an incredible week and an incredible Christmas day. And we'll catch you all next time. Bye, guys.